<laughs> What's going on, King? How you doing? Did you sound like you're waiting for a sky train or something? What's going King? on? Don't King? worry about it, King. Can you hear me? I, I, yeah, I'm recording outside today, and as a result of that, I'm connecting, not by choice, to Wi-Fi zones in my area. It's the worst uh, yeah. part about being a beach being online, you know. Dude, you are a online warrior guy, and you shouldn't let weak Wi-Fi uh, bring you down like that. I'm at the point in my life where the Wi-Fi button on my iPhone is actually set to off most days. I just, like, ride the 5G out, you know, everywhere yes. I go, because the inconvenience of having to just turn it off every, like, 30 minutes because some random coffee shop or, like, free Wi-Fi network set up by, like, a failing municipality is trying to like <laughs> grab my phone and then like lock it down basically. Mm -hmm. oh, but the problem is there's all these dump trucks around outside. There's so many oh. reasons not to go outside in 2022. I was literally like, I was just in the middle of the street and on one side of the street, there was like a really bougie charity event happening with valet and like some G wagons. And on the exact other side of the street, Eric, there's like a woman laying on the ground and being tended by a bunch of like medical people. <laughs> so do you think this woman uh, you know there, I, I could see two possible outcomes here like this woman either took advantage of uh, the free drink tickets and <laughs> potentially and potentially had one too many cacti uh, or she passed out from like doing too many drugs on an empty stomach mm -hmm. I really can't determine which one it is based off of attire alone what I need to do is walk by a little closer and see if I can smell the 818 tequila on her breath. Yep, there's that. You can also look at the uh, the uh, medical staff and, you know, see what kind of PPE they're wearing. If they're wearing PPE at all, then it's probably an unhoused person. Right. <laughs> if it, if, but if it's like, if it's somebody in like a, like some dress from the real real, then, you know, it's going to be like normies coming to their rescue, just like everyday pedestrians. Mm -hmm, exactly. Somebody called a paramedic. You know what I mean? That kind mm -hmm. of energy. Yeah, the we'll stay with you till the paramedics arrive energy. Yeah, and then as soon as I hear the siren, I'm out. Like, yeah. like I'm not going to wait till the ambulance pulls up. I'm actually just going to dip, just in case there's a police car as well, you know? Mm -hmm, you don't need to be. Exactly. I haven't paid taxes in five years, Ty. I don't uh... exactly. Dude, I'm a serial jaywalker. Ty is a serial jaywalker, everyone. Are you on Wi-Fi still? Because you're you're real laggy. No, dude. I got three bars of LTE. Oh, it's because I walked under a viaduct. Dude, what's wrong with modern cities? <laughs> I've walked one block since I jumped on this call, and I've had so many issues, both, like, emotionally and with my connection to the world. Dude, going outside, we're not built for that anymore. Like, <laughs> I, you know... In addition to the novel Corona, you know, COVID-19 virus tie, there's way too many dangerous things outside, like people collapsing around us, uh, viaducts blocking, you know, that critical 5G signal. Um, mm -hmm. It's probably your vaccine chip interfering with your uh, phone right now. Yeah, th there's definitely some wires getting crossed, or signals, I should say, getting crossed here. Yeah. You know, it's crazy wow. how, like, Bill Gates wanted to inject a vaccine into us to save our lives, and everyone said, like, 
fuck off with your like 5D chip bullshit. And then like Elon Musk said, Elon Musk is like, I want to implant chips in everyone's head. Everyone's like, fuck yeah, sign me up. It really comes down to just branding, hey? One of them is better the worst. They, they, they both have terrible branding, though. Yeah, that's true. But, like, I, okay, so, like, let's talk through the demographics of Gates versus Musk here. The Gates okay. demographic is someone who's, I think, a little bit humble, definitely has a uh, asphyxiation with computing, but not in a progressive way. More in like they maybe they run a uh, like a blog, you know. Mm, I was literally gonna say a word processing type of way. Yeah, they're they're on WordPress for sure. <laughs> like if you're on WordPress, you're probably Team Gates here. You're probably Team Gates. You probably tuck in your shirt. Um, you know, you don't wear a t-shirt to work like a cool CEO. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, wow. you're not gonna let that old guard down. Absolutely not. Um, okay, and then on your, the side your comfort, yep. your comfort zone is like it includes Microsoft SharePoint, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you know. you're yeah you're active on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, you you go on LinkedIn to browse, not just when you're like looking for a job, but also for like content. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, girls are just things you like have heard of on the internet. <laughs> Exactly, Thai. Yeah, um, that's the that's the gate stand. What about the Musk stand? How is how is that persona different? Hmm. I think the Musk stand is basically the chill, the child of the gate stand. Like the gate stand <laughs> is somebody who grew up in, you know, the eighties, the nineties, two thousands, and they created a child, you know, and then that became somebody who goes on Reddit. Um, yeah you know, listens to podcasts like this one, um, yeah. you know, definitely put down a hundred bucks for a cyber truck and, yeah. you know, they're like, it's literally the, ch- the child of the, of Bill Gates. I think so too. But what's dangerous about must stands is that I think just like everything as generations go on, it's just, they're more polarizing. They're more intense. Like a must stand, a muskyite, a musky man is like a muskrat. A muskrat. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Their mm-hmm. core personality is often being a fan of Elon Musk. Like that's their mm-hmm. thing, you know? They're like, I don't mm-hmm. have a, a strong enough personality, like a skeleton of a personality. So like that becomes my entity. Like that's my brand is his brand. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Whatever whatever daddy says goes. Exactly. Whereas our, our gate fans, I think they have like a medley of other interests beyond Microsoft products. <laughs> exactly. Things like fly fishing. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're all campers for sure. I think, I think they're, they're in the backwoods, but only for like leisure, not for exercise. Mm-hmm. They're not trail exactly. runners. They like, yeah, exactly. They like lounge around outdoors and they don't like buy the, uh, you know, Japanophile like camping gear. They buy like the you know real down to earth stuff. Find it at MEC, like usually on sale. Mm-hmm. Like in, you know stuff that goes on sale in the off season. Like they're scrounging around, you know the warehouse sales and whatnot to pick up some like sleeping bags that are maybe not warm enough, but get the job done. You know, for sure, for sure. They're not caught in the snow peak, but they like 
if you ask them where they got their tent from, they probably don't remember, you know? They're like, oh, I've mm -hmm. had that my whole life. Mm -hmm. And they're the kind of people to buy, like, a neon green sleeping bag and then, like, a neon blue tent and then, like, <laughs> a bright red, like, sleeping mat. They all just, like, primary colors. Like, mm -hmm. no cohesion exists in their world, aesthetically Dude, speaking. I don't think that there is any other options in the low to mid tier outdoor like equipment market. Like it's all it's surprisingly funny. It's surprisingly funny and rare to find something that's black, white, or gray in the camping yeah. world. Why is why that? is that? I don't know. It must be there must be a mass market appeal for that. Like it's maybe it's because people who are outdoorsy are presumably like more health conscious. And those are the colors of delicious Subway vegetables. <laughs> I love this in parallel you just drew. Um, it makes perfect sense to me as well. You know, hmm. why would I go with like some, you know, in inorganic color such as gray when I can get like a nice little like, you know, muddy, muddy green tone or something. Yeah. I want a tone that I like can't see if I put it down in the forest. <laughs> 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 I want to be camouflaged, basically. More or less. Mm. Damn, I, okay, I so tell you, yeah. What? Oh, you, I was gonna what? just round out this conversation by trying to correctly guess the sandwich orders of a muskian versus a a, a, a gate lord. Mm. You know what? I think that's one thing that they share. Yeah. Yeah, the family feast is. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like one of the first two things on the menu, probably like like the basic like there's you know the tried and true classic that's been around for two thousand years. That thing, yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. I don't think we're like uh, exploring too much of the signature menu here, and I don't mm -hmm. think that like more than one sauce is really an option for these guys. Yeah. <laughs> Two if they're feeling spicy, but you know they <laughs> yeah. they, uh, they typically have like weaker stomachs, Ty. So you know they don't want to upset so. their uh, yeah. You know they, they don't want to upset their digestive 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 track. Are you yeah, are you yeah. inside a freeway or or what? <laughs> Yo, I must just be dump truck hour. I don't know. Like Dude, I feel like they, three Amazon Prime trucks have driven by. They saw your. Fat <laughs> they saw my walk by. Fuck you. <laughs> they saw your fat ass just waddle down the street and they said, damn, it's dump truck hour. Yeah, there, is, <laughs> there is nothing trashy about my general aesthetic today. Mm -hmm. Amazing time. But yeah, what do you know? This is an audio call. Well, I can, I can imagine. Are you wearing your everything <laughs> shirt again? No, I'm not wearing my everything shirt. I've been really like stocking up though on like, uh, novelty collared tops eric because i'm like i'm going to mexico this month and i felt like like that's the type of place that you get you get to wear like ugly shirts yeah exactly it's like you're partaking in like the standard american vacation and so yeah. you're allowed to dress like a goofball and it's like not only is it fun it's just like encouraged you know yeah it's kind of a weird type of like cultural appropriation Mm -hmm. to uh it's like uh, <laughs> it's your own culture kind of <laughs> yeah you're you're appropriating your own culture but you're also signaling to the um you know mexican workers that you own them <laughs> <laughs> yeah in a weird way there's a like weird power dynamic 
associated with like the guy with pineapples on his shirts, the one in charge. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're wearing a nice little collared polo. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to be making you a lot of pina coladas at poolside, um, mm-hmm. but you're going to be dressed horribly, but you're still going to be the one telling them what to do and then not even paying them after. <laughs> it's, it's truly remarkable. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really bad. Like, I'm dressed like I got, I'm like a frat leader that got me too'd and yet i'm still in charge <laughs> this guy looks like a like a down to the nines butler right now dude 100 percent. you're dressed like you uh you know like are in a frat you own a boat you like say the n-word occasionally <laughs> <laughs> like that's what uh, you dress like vibe. it is a vibe um <laughs> so tell me more about this mexican vacation that you have planned are you going to be um flying to Cancun or Uh, where yeah 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 so it's an excellent guess (laughs) it's a good first guess for anyone going to Mexico Uh, that is where I went last time so I thought I might be paving the way for you and your LP yeah yeah thank you 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 crawled so I could walk but I will be I I, uh, had diarrhea so that you could not have diarrhea dude I am not hitting their all you can eat burger bar I am staying away from the their lettuce buckets. I don't want yeah. any part of that. I'm not. I'm not vaccinated against Hep A. That wasn't on the list of shots <laughs> I got this year. So mm-hmm. risky biz. Exactly. But yes, you are correct, Eric. You're. You're. All, you've always been a good guesser. Thank you. I will be. I will be in Cancun. I'll be down in the um. Uh, what's it called? My my uh Coba area, a little bit south between Cancun and uh, Tulum. Mm. Just, you know, well, uh, resort life. Don't uh, don't leak too much information, or else you know, one of our breadhead followers might find you down there, and then who knows, crack a coconut over your head. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I want is more people soliciting me on the beach. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'll be recording our episodes next week in sunny Los Angeles for one or two episodes and then down to mexico for one or two episodes and back to los angeles for one or two episodes and then back to the uh dump truck lidden streets of vancouver mm. for all future episodes so look wow. forward to that breadheads we'll have lots of scene reports i will eat at every subway i see and we know that to be a fact you will absolutely do that guys i can't i can't so not i'm so excited to hear your culinary takes on the food situation down in Mexico and in Los Angeles. Do you know if it's like an all-you-can-eat situation as well? Or I'm sure there's a buffet, like, all-inclusive style thing going on there. Do you know? Do you have mm-hmm. any information on that? Yeah, much like uh, our beloved Subway, I have the option of an abundance of all-I-can-eat. As, <laughs> as much tomato as I desire. Uh-huh. I think I, I don't. I I'm excited for. The, I'm I'm staying at a, a bit higher like price tier resort than I normally obviously. would on vacations. Obviously, you never go down a star. Like once you go hit like four, four and a half, five, you can't go back to three, three and a half. No, I would highly discourage anyone from going below four stars in Mexico. You will mm-hmm. probably suffer fate worse than mine. <laughs> and I and I played myself so. I have no, I have no one to blame but me, but as soon as you're able to blame the resort, then it's way worse. Yeah, definitely. So that's dangerous. I'm not doing that. I'm going, I'm going luxury resort. Uh, and I'm really curious how luxury resorts will handle an all-you-can-eat environment because they're mm-hmm. kind of at odds at each other. Like I find any 
fine dining restaurants, I patron, has like, it's actually the lack of things to eat is what makes it feel special. Mm-hmm. You're so right. Like, you think about like Noma over in like Sweden, like the, the portion sizes are like a single bite. You get 30 portions or like 30 courses, but it's like one or two bites each. And, you know, it's, there's no like fast paced lifestyle, such as like a buffet. Like you don't go and like fill your plate to the brim, you know? Yeah, exactly. And so like, I don't know how like Fairmont Mayakoba is going to handle a poolside burger bar. If it will be an abundance <laughs> of food or uh, like a slider, a single slider. Mm-hmm. Well, I truly like, you know, wish you luck, Ty, because with um, meat, for example, I think it's like way more forgiving. Like every, every like country in the world knows how to cook a mean burger, you know what I mean? Or like mm. some skewers or like some tacos. It's like really not challenging, but we've actually, I think, capped. With, uh, we've, we're capped we've at this point. They're not going to get better. Exactly. So I really hope you do find some vegetarian options that don't give you a little tummy ache. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> do you think there's some vegetables that are more resilient than others? I'm thinking about this actually with my Subway order as well. I would imagine that some vegetables are more, have like a higher propensity to making you sick. Mm-hmm. They're just, yeah, they're I just agree. built different, you know? Yep, I agree. For me, it's lettuce, clearly. Um, mm-hmm. Anything pickled could potentially cause an issue. Um, mm. I generally have an iron stomach, though, so I'm pretty good. But I was clearly no match for the Mexican waters. Um, right. What do they got in the water over there, man? Some fucking insects? I don't know. Some microscopic, <laughs> microscopic like, like parasite shit? Like, who knows, dude? I don't know, man. I think it's just like the runoff salsa juice. Oh, God, probably. No, um, I, I, w- I would not think it's the pickled ingredients that are going to be dangerous because the act of pickling is, or fermentation is, in a sense, like uh, protecting the vegetables, you know? If I was uh-huh. in the Subway lineup, I would always assume, to your point about your, like, wet, wet lettuce, wettest, we'll mm. call it. Wettest. Uh, wettest. That's a little petri dish right there, you know. You got a little bit of fluid, a little bit of time. That's all you need to make mm. a little bit of a little bit of magic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, we don't need to hear about what goes on in the in the hotel room, guys. <laughs> um, uh, but you're my, right. My, my you're right. Cucumbers, tomatoes—that's where the danger zone is, I think. Mm-hmm. The, the gushy thing. You're absolutely correct. Definitely the tomatoes. You know, it's like a little pod of like moisture um you know a little bit of like warm humid air (laughs) ventilating Mm it uh a little bit of sunlight just to cook it up a little bit Mm -mm -mm. Mm -hmm. that's you're right that's a disaster waiting to happen right there i think so you got all the uh (laughs) qualities one needs to create life subway is Mm -hmm. creating life in those little petri dish buckets Mm -hmm. yeah i mean I'm like fairly certain for me it was the wet lettuce, the wettest. Um, mm-hmm. But it also could have been the taco I had when I spilled an Aperol spritz on it. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that story. No, but uh, I do hate when I mess up my taco. You'll, tacos are so delicate. Any change I know. to the topography of the taco 
really affects the flavor and the enjoyment. I once dropped a Tocofino burrito in the sand at a beach and I couldn't even finish it. Every bite, you feel a little crunch. Oh no, that's the absolute worst, dude. The absolute um, worst. So what do, you have, what do you have planned in Los Angeles then? Clearly you'll be uh, nice and relaxed in Mexico and then you're gonna come back to the busy, smog-filled city of LA, um, bringing to Earth Cafe. Uh, maybe I, I was I patroned Earth last time I was there, and honestly, it's so overwhelming that restaurant menu. There's just like probably two hundred things on that menu. Now, this is the problem: is they if they adopted a subway model at Earth Cafe, then it would be a lot easier to navigate. Subway is excellent at orientation because they only make you yeah. make one decision at a time, and there's some progressive disclosure to those decisions. Earth Cafe, none of that. You walk in, the entire wall is a fucking menu, Eric. That's crazy. It's like uh, you're trying to find your name in the fucking newspaper or something. It's like, like, where do I even begin here, guys? Like, yeah, dude. My name's on page they, like, six, but I don't know about your name. Page eight, because I'm my last name is later than yours in the list. <laughs> Can't argue with that logic. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm in the process of booking a little vacation as well. Um, stay mm. tuned on what that is. I don't, I don't know if I can share yet because <clears throat> it's still, you know, in progress. Who knows what we'll end up doing? But um, it could be a nice little adventure and would offer a probably hilarious podcast. I'm really excited for you, Eric. I think you need to make a pilgrimage down to Philadelphia, the home of the cheesesteak sandwich. And I wow. think Subway's HQ. I mean, after 159 episodes, you'd think we would know this by now, but we're still unclear of where Subway is from. It, it could be Philly. It could be Brooklyn. It could be, you know, fucking M- Milan. We don't know. Yeah, yeah the hill, uh, small, small sandwich shop in the hills of Tuscany. I think exactly. that might actually be a Dow, Eric. I don't think that there is any one uh, head office. I think... 44,000 locations act as a network that all feed each other as a kind of single entity. Mm-hmm. Feed each other. I like that. Feed it's kind of other. like a like a nice little Shaw home Wi-Fi pod setup. <laughs> yeah, but we're anti-Wi-Fi <laughs> on this podcast, so you know I'm not here for that analogy. Exactly. Um, that's amazing. Well... I don't. I don't have any plans to ever go to Philly. I think it's like, like I, I have just really no reason to ever go there. It no. just doesn't even seem nice. I think that's the fault of Philadelphia. I don't think they really tried to create a landmark. I think no. all all city tourism starts with a landmark. Yeah, exactly. Like literally a cool building. Like they don't. They don't <laughs> even have a cool building. They don't have a cool building. Maybe one cool building, and boom, architecture. Or a little exactly. boom tourism. Like, get Bjork Ingels or something down there. Stat. Mm-hmm. Like, do they have, like, a, the original subway location, like, still open? Like, that would be, like, a nice little story. A nice little hometown, uh, <laughs> homecoming story. I love that. It, it would be their, would it be their flagship location, do you think? Or would they want to maintain the, like, small town roots of the original way? Like, flagship being, like, big, verbosious, like, progressive-looking mm. interior. 
right? Much like the one in Paris, it's like basically it looks like the parliament. Yeah, exactly. Like you need to go through a security gate to get in there, as opposed mm-hmm. to uh, the original Pike Place location of uh, the Starbucks franchise, which has a kind of a bit of a charm to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like that that idea. I think they could learn a lot from a Starbucks. They're basically the same thing as Starbucks. It's like the food equivalent. So yeah, I can see that being kind of nice. I want to go into Pete's Super Sub or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, Pete. Subway. I think it's Pete's Subway. <laughs> Pete's Way. Pete's, Pete's Way. Pete. Pete. Sounds like a Playboy yeah. Party ad lib. Yeah. <laughs> Going to Pete's Way. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't really. I know very little about Subway or how much we've talked about it. I'm not gonna lie. I not think uh, I should have done my research. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ty, what else do we have to talk about today? What else is going on in your life? What did you do today? Not- Why are you outside? Are you okay? Are you running? I'm running errands. Oh, I'm just, I'm a busy guy. I got to multitask. I have to juggle my podcast and my busy uh, social life, business life. So, mm-hmm. That's that's why you have you the listener have to listen to traffic drive by this entire episode. I didn't prioritize mm-hmm. you today. Mm-hmm. I know, I'm and I know sorry. you like. I know you didn't drive today because you could have just sat in your car. Ooh, yeah, that would have been a nice idea for next time. Mm-hmm. Much like when I'm at the way, I don't plan ahead. You just let it unfold, and that's how you create the best art. And I think what we're trying to do with this, Eric, is create art, not quality. They're different. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> this podcast is, you know, it shines on paper. Uh, when you truly, like, experience it in full, then it's, you know, pretty lackluster. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, when you look at the nice little page on anchor.fm and, you know, you take in all the memes, um, then you're, like, you feel like you're part of something meaningful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really about the tribe. It is the tribe. Shout out to my, my tribe. Yeah, um, the bread, bread tribe. Exactly. Ty, I would have linked and built with you IRL over a, over a 24 inches of sandwich if I had known you were going to come into the office today. You know, I should have messaged you. I Once again, I've, I've been uh, just not really prioritizing you or the breadheads. And uh, I'm, I'm becoming the deadbeat dad of this podcast. I thought that was you for a long time. Then I realized I was just gaslighting you. I think you're okay. Like, I think so too. I've only, I've only ever been, you know, keeping your best interests in my heart. And, you know, I'll, I'll let the breadheads know that I, you know, manage the calendar for this podcast. I, you know, record mm-hmm. on my device. I host the, you know, call mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, half half my job is, you know, trying to make sure Ty is, you know, like kind of like a professional athlete, like he's ready to go, and he's feeling like limber and you know has the right mind and headspace to really perform his best. It's true. You uh, you really helped me with the warm up, Eric. You're like walking through my stretches pre episode. 
every sandwich too you really like build me up when we're walking in those green and yellow doors you tell me things like yeah you're gonna make a great foot long today dude yeah mm-hmm. you fucking, you're the best man you're mm-hmm. gonna kill it with this sandwich exactly i always remind you that whatever you order today it's not a reflection of you okay it's mm-hmm. merely a meal in the series of you know food that is consumed by you throughout life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no one sandwich can define a person no. It's only when you order the same sandwich over and over again. That's when you become the sandwich guy. <laughs> yeah. That's dangerous. You don't want to become the sandwich. You've <laughs> got to keep it keep it loose. Mm-hmm. Totally. Speaking of keeping right, it loose, King. I, I think yeah. I need to stretch my legs and go outside and, you know, use my God-given abilities. Yeah. Flex those quads, man. Gorp around. Mm. I feel the same way. I have things to do. I'm a busy man, so I'm gonna I'm gonna end this call. Let the breadheads get back to sitting on the couch or uh, <laughs> playing playing. I don't know the Nintendo Switch. What do you, what do the breadheads do on a day like today, Eric? Well, today's a Friday, so the breadheads are probably logging into Fortnite and mm-hmm. um, screaming at children, probably something along those lines. Yeah, they're probably like just hanging in the Discord lobby. It sucks when you're the first one in the lobby. I'm sure. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Can't speak from mm-hmm. experience. I'm, I'm late always. Mm-hmm. Only lobby I hang out in is uh, Ritz Carlton. <laughs> uh, that, that's, <laughs> that's a good point, actually. <laughs> okay, buddy. Well, today was fun. I hope you, I wish you luck with your errand running and um, looking forward to recording next week. Well, me, me as well, King. I wish you luck with your running, running. Thank you. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. Ciao.